Brain Injury Today is sponsored by the Washington State Traumatic Brain Injury Council and produced by Goal 17 Media, storytellers for the common good. Hi everyone, this is Deborah Crawley, Executive Director for the Brain Injury Alliance of Washington. It's an exciting day here today as we are launching our first podcast, Brain Injury Today, and we welcome all of you. We're going to start today with just kind of a dialogue with my board president is joining us, Allison Molnar, as we are in uncertain times of being able to really have communication with all of our community. We're taking advantage of all technology has to offer. And podcasts are one of the ways we can all stay connected, stay informed, and continue to learn and support one another. Allison, thanks for being here. Hi everyone, this is Allison, Allison Molnar. I am president of Brain Injury Alliance. Not only am I president, I am also a client of the Alliance. I was injured about 10 years ago, so I have that in common with everybody too. This podcast was extremely important to me because I was sitting at home trying to digest just what was happening in the community, and I felt a strong need to change the dialogue and answer some questions. So Deborah and I uh, sat down and tried to figure out some ways of connecting with you, and that really is the the reason why we're here, to reach our friends, to answer your questions, to have a dialogue, And hopefully, as we all come together, not feel so alone, to not feel so overwhelmed, and frankly, not be as bored. I think you have struck on a chord for a few reasons this is important. We are challenging ourselves here, staff and I, on ways to stay connected with our community. And we don't want folks to feel isolated, which is already a huge issue for folks who have uh, sustained a brain injury. And so we're thinking out of our box on communication, not just hearing what, if there are answers that we have, but really we're just still trying to figure out what are the questions that folks have right now? What are concerns? What are some barriers or bumps in the road that have um, really been affecting them on a daily basis? Not that we can fix them all, but that we can at least hear each other. And hopefully in some future segments, we are going to be getting input from some of the professionals in our amazing community here in Seattle and hearing from them um, some ideas on coping mechanisms, on uh, things we can do proactively, on any piece that will help us really try to figure out what is, in I believe, in all of our lifetimes, one of the most challenging times we have ever been presented with. We have fought really hard to 
recover and to be at where we are right now. And I don't know about you, but I attended a sp support group for about four years, and I imagine some of y'all did too. So missing that support group is a big deal, or was a big deal to me. Hopefully you'll tune in and listen to this and maybe use a Facebook page or write us some questions, and we can be that support group if we all come together, and you won't feel so alone. Good points. We um, are really in a fluctuating state of what we are able to provide. Um, all support groups, um, as mandated by Department of Social and Health Services, DSHS, and, and proactive to, to support the health of our community, have been canceled um, at least through April, and I see that happening potentially into May. Uh, we've had to cancel or postpone a number of our events, I know. So support groups in particular. We have some dynamic folks in our community who are reaching out to their support group members. I'm interested in everyone who's listening, um, some of the same questions they're asking of support group members. We're doing a podcast right now. Is this a way that is good to communicate? What are your cell phone capabilities? What are your computer capabilities? Can we do online virtual office hours? Is that an option? We're at this point um, gathering information to see what's, what's feasible for us at BIAWA to provide, but then knowing what will actually be usable that's a really great point. What does the community need? I wish I knew all the answers. What I, I, what I do notice in all of the news and everything, and I think part of why I was so really pleased that Goal 17 Media came to us and put together this podcast and is producing this pod podcast for us, is I had heard very little in the public media about how this this pandemic is affecting those with disabilities. And we know we have folks in our population, those with brain injuries, who the multitude of uh, symptoms may be different for each individual. So some folks have some physical limitations. Some folks just understanding and being able to go through the thought process of interpreting all of the data and all of the ongoing high-level needs of what our community is asking of us, you know, how do you decipher when every day we're now getting these emergency proclamations? It used to be, well, I can understand that because it's so rare. Well, now every other day we're getting new information that's critical for our health and safety, that's coming from our governor, um, local health, the Centers for Disease Control. How do you stay on top of this evolving situation, which is challenging to all of us? Yeah, it really is. And it, it comes to the point of that we will all get through this. It's just how we get through it. And I think it's a lot better if we can stay more relaxed and um, not and try not to operate out of fear. Because when you bring in the fear, you just, you get blocked. And you, 
I don't know about you, but my brain just shorts out and I can't function. So in fact, before I came here today, I brought a pair of sunglasses that look like flowers. And I think I might just wear them all day today. And that'll just be my sunny disposition. It's your New Orleans accent. My New Orleans accent comes out with that word. Anyway, that's my new attitude for today. And isn't that just an idea that if every day we have one thing that we're able to focus on as a positive or as something in the future, because there is a future. We at BIAWA are also planning for a future. When I said a number of things have been canceled, as many as we can have just been postponed. March is Brain Injury Awareness Month, so we continue to post and educate and send out information because we still want people to be aware. Although you look at it in the picture is what's more important. So understanding uh, what's happening in, in this world really is the most critical information. We're sharing all of that when we get new information from CDC or from the state or local on um, things such as how to connect with a medical provider now if you really need to how, what food banks are going to be opened, ways of connecting to get your groceries. You know, all of these really important, critical, basic life pieces, we're trying to share the information as it come, becomes available too. But there is a future, and that is, as you just said, Allison, as long as we all know we, will, we see that future, we'll be there, will be able to continue to do the things we enjoy, then I think that's an important piece to always still be planning for that future. And I'd like to have somebody, have people go to our Facebook page and write some suggestions and what they are doing right now in order to help with feeling better and getting through this time. Because I could use some help I could use some suggestions. I don't have all the answers. And I think together, if we could all work and come up with ideas, we'll all get through this together. Yeah, I think within our community, there are folks who have great suggestions and ideas. Ask, ask for help, ask what your questions are or what you're needing supports on. And who knows what will someone from our own community will be able to provide. And, that's how we're communicating now. That's still a form of reaching out and being connected. So Deborah, how can the people connect with us? Is it through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter? The main one is our Facebook page at the Brain Injury Alliance of Washington. We, our resource line is up and running, same as always, nine to five, Monday through Friday, 877-824-1766. We are available to answer those calls. Um, staff is on board. We have resource managers who are asking to proactively reach out. But my email is C at B-I-A-W-A dot O-R-G. And I'll spell Deborah C because it's D-E-B-O-R-A-H-C for Crawley. Again, at B-I-A-W-A dot org. Deborah, how are you managing this? You can't have everybody coming into the office. Good question. Um, it's worked because of an amazing staff. We're working um, really 
mostly all off-site. Um, telecommuting as has been highly recommended by our governor. Uh, we have uh, been able to make that happen. Uh, folks are telecommuting, we're on phone calls, we're emailing. Um, the resource line, one 824 1766 it is a statewide resource, and fortunately we're able to forward our phone to a staff member's cell phone, and they're answering questions just as if they were here in the office. So that has worked out well. All of the information uh, that we have on resources, um, getting information from an individual, we can even begin start doing resource management uh, via the phone. Uh, but our we utilize Salesforce, which is cloud technology. So we are robust in that manner. I'm glad that we have taken time and the board supported uh, investment in some types of technology that really are being utilized across businesses. Well, it sounds like you pivoted really well. I think we have done a very good job, but we're really challenging ourselves and I'm challenging staff to be thinking about these, those other innovative ways because even with the resource line, you're expecting someone to proactively connect with us. So how can we push things out and proactively connect with others? I'll ask this of you, Allison. One thing is, um, as someone who is part of the brain injury community and having gone through an experience that was traumatic, changed your life, had you potentially not knowing what your future looked like, not everyone out there has had those types of experiences, but many in our community have, which may at this point give them strength to have gone through before and kind of what were some lessons you may have, you know, utilized or tools or um, anything that helped support you through that time that may help you support you through this time? Hmm, that's, that's a good question. And I hadn't really thought about it, but I do think there could be some things because it happened suddenly. Mm -hmm. It uh, separated me from my the life that I had. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, I wasn't working. I was my what I was doing was completely changed. I was isolated. Things were not making sense, and I had a completely different routine. So I had to slowly kind of figure out what my new strategies were. Mm -hmm. And um, that, that took time. So I needed to, and, I, and actually I think that's why this podcast became important to me because the first thing I needed to do was to accept what was going on around me. Because once you start to accept it, then you can um, begin to say, to stop fighting it. And I think with a brain injury, once you accept that you have an injury, you can start to heal. Once you stop feeling like you're a victim, you, the anger goes. 
So if you can say, all right, this is happening, we're going to come out of it, you can start to relax a little bit, maybe start to see what could be some fun things you could do while you have the time. Try to see the things that maybe you didn't have the time to sit down and have a heart-to-heart -heart with a conversation with somebody that you haven't spent time with. Maybe call a friend that you haven't talked to in a really long time. Uh, reconnect with people that remotely that you haven't had a chance to reconnect with. Start to look for positives like we all have with um, that have injuries. Um, there became a new normal and my new normal in my recovery happened daily. So that's something that we have is a new normal every day and it's changing and so we had to learn how to go with the flow. Every day I woke up and there was a new normal. Every day I wake up and I assess how I feel today. I still do it today. And that's how I feel like today. My father's in New Orleans in the nursing home that is closed right now. It's the same thing going on up here at the care, life care center. It, I have a father that's in that life care center. Scary. Every morning I wake up, check the news, see how many people have are affected in that care where he is and um, evaluate it and then move on. You can't live in fear right. and so you have to try to breathe and move through it and adjust. So with that adjusting it has helped. I've you know not to be hokey but it's we all are on a journey and Brain Injury Alliance helped me get through that journey. It was with coming together with my community. Thanks, Allison, for sharing that. I think so many points that you made are just critically applicable. You know, what is the new normal? How do we, you know, what are we in control of and what are we not in control of? And how do we assess on a daily basis both how we feel what's doable, what's not, and break it down into potentially for folks those achievable pieces. And how great does it feel just to reach out and have someone to talk to and to chat with, an old friend, a new friend, you remotely we can still be in contact. I think those are all just great ideas and you're right, you know, uh, this is a this is one thing is we are all sharing this experience together. How it impacts each of us is different, but there is that common thread. And I, my saying of late is common sense and common courtesy is going to help get us through this together. That's right. And if this podcast has helped the listeners, helped you, please share it and share it to as many people and tell them to share it because maybe it'll help somebody else. And that helps me mm -hmm. because, and I'm sorry if I'm being selfish, but that helps me get through the day if I've helped you, that's all. Thanks, Allison, because I think that's the hope here from BIAWA. 
if we're helping others in some way to get through the day, that's, that is the impact that we are hoping for. And I do think us in Seattle, here in our offices in Seattle and across the state of Washington, if nothing else, we've had great weather. And in a state like ours, having this weather has been, uh, you know, a, for me a saving grace because I am able to get outside. I am able to walk and I am doing that, which I almost never do. So when you say, what are the things that I've been able to do that I had not done really for nine months is take a walk. A lot of social distancing is easy when I'm walking. There's nobody around where I'm walking, but it really helps me to stay centered. And I just would love to hear from others, as you said, how are you doing this? Share with share this podcast. Let's get feedback and get connected in, in a new way. I'm so excited about my upcoming walks because I'll be able to listen to Brain Injury Today podcast. So here's where we can go from here. Uh, we are gonna have some additional podcasts coming up. As I stated, we're looking forward to speaking with some of our community members, um, both those who are brain injured and those who are the professionals supporting our community to get some insights from both and help to connect and get that dialogue going and just see what we learn from each other, see how we move together. Um, and those are the pretty easy steps for a podcast. W listen, learn, and share. Love it. Love it. I'm Deborah Crawley. I'm Allison Molnar. Thanks for listening to Brain Injury Today podcast. Brain Injury Today is produced by Goal 17 Media, storytellers for the common good.